They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. Man, it has been a while since we've done one of these, but I got good reason, and I'll get into that uh, during the show. Did my first stand-up. Yes, yes, yes. It was something else. I'll tell you that. Um, Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Obviously, the last time we talked about the Warriors, I think they were either playing the Rockets or about to. Uh, KD was healthy, so definitely need to talk about everything that has progressed with them and just the NBA playoffs in general. I'm going to talk about You know, I've said on this show before, I have watched The Bachelor before, tried not to, but there's something about it when you get stuck in a situation and it comes on. It's just not the worst thing in the world. And as I've said before, um, I am a fan of trashy TV. I think that it's healthy for people. Um, So I'll talk about that a little bit. We'll get into one of my favorite segments, Please Stop, what people need to stop doing and along those lines uh back talking about the bachelor and trashy tv we'll talk about love and hip-hop and um love and hip-hop atlanta more specifically and how you know i think the end of the road is near so let's get started all right so yeah like i said uh, exactly a week ago i did my first stand-up at a venue called Piano Fight. It was essentially, I don't want, I guess it was called a showcase of, I believe them to be amateur comedians, just like myself. And it was great, man. It was a great experience. You know, I did like a 10 minute set. Uh, The venue seated 100 and I brought, last time I counted, I brought 33 people. So that's one way to um, kind of ensure some form of success when you have people like my mom but my mom there but you know I also have pretty hard friends and pretty realistic friends I don't I try not to surround myself with yes men and they really would have told me um if I didn't do well so you know based on what I heard from everyone they thought that I did really well um you know there's a link to the YouTube of the show on my YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is simply my name, Alan Stiles, A-L-L-E-N-S-T-I-L-E-S, if you want to check that out. Or if you go on my Facebook page, um, it's there as well. But yeah, you know, a couple takeaways from uh, stand-up. You know, you don't think about it the same as singing, right? But that's kind of what I took away from it. All it takes is one person to tell you that you're funny, and if you got the cojones to get up there, here we are, right? Um, So I was really the only person uh, that admitted, at least, that it was my first time. There was, I think, seven or eight of us, and when we were down in the green room kind of waiting for it to start, obviously the MC goes first, and he warms up the crowd, and then we kind of get into it, the MC comedian um shout out to michael q thank you again so we're all in the green room and i was just very honest with you know the other comedians yeah this is my first time blah 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 blah. and then you have you know the comedians down there that are you know like wow you know yeah we've been doing this for a while blah 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 blah. and this is gonna go towards my please stop segment uh later in the show 
you know, you really want to try to curb expectations in life, you know, um, whether that's how many times, you know, how experienced you are doing something, how good you are at something, how good you think something is. Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, the way these people were talking, they're like, you know, I've been doing it, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dang, you know, I was I was legitimately nervous um, until I started actually hearing their sets. And it's no knock to them, uh, you know, keep at it you know, keep doing your thing. It's all love. But I was getting texts from my, the 30 people that I brought literally like, yo, when are you going? This is brutal. And, you know, I've been to a couple comedy shows before, you know, but literally at comedy clubs and they weren't necessarily open mics. I guess you could say this was kind of a showcase open mic type of deal. I mean, they charged people, right? Like, I don't think you typically charge for an open mic. So this was an event. Um, but I had told the MC, you know, it was my first time. So he knew everything was going on, what, everything that was going on. Uh, I don't know if the other people were as open with him or not, because, you know, of course, what happens to me is what I'm thinking is, okay, these comedians are not very good, you know, like, and not even to knock them. It was just more of like, I know I won't be the worst one. That was, I, I set my bar really low. Right. Um, and then this guy shows up, uh, you know, just looks like a surfer dude. His whole shtick was that he was a cracked out Bradley Cooper. And he shows up and I was supposed to go after someone that was performing, you know, uh, right at that time. This dude with the long hair shows up and the MC goes, yo, we're going to have to throw him out there. I thought, OK, that was a little interesting, you know, and just based on how all the other comedians were acting versus this guy this guy just seemed way too calm right I just had a feeling so of course he get he gets up there and he was hilarious I mean he was absolutely hilarious he said he had done Cobbs which is a very famous comedy club you know the night before or a week ago and he was hilarious and I can hear everyone freaking cracking up and I'm thinking to myself well okay well the bar just got set a lot higher than it was and now I have to follow up this guy. I literally said to the MC, I'm like, dude, you got me messed up. Like I told you this is my first time. This dude is freaking hilarious. Um the MC insured me. He said, look man, we're just warming up the crowd for you because they had gone cold after those last couple comedians. And I never thought about it like that. Like I said, you know, obviously it was my first time. So I was like, okay, you know, I never really considered that. Got up there um, and apparently it worked because I got a lot of laughs, you know, I got a lot of good feedback and it's crazy. You know, people are hitting me up. When are you, when are you going to go again? When's your next show? Like people that, you know, on social media and things like that as well, that didn't get to go to the show, but watch the video. I'm just like, look, I don't even really know how this works. You know, I would love to sit down and talk with a comedian, um, because, you know, obviously I have that set, but that I did, but I don't know that I would do that set. I would invite people that I invited last time knowing I was doing the same set, you know, so I think I need to kind of come up with a different one or maybe sometimes sets get combined uh, depending on where you're you're going. I think that's a big part of it, knowing your audience. So to everybody that has asked me, when am I going again? Trust me, I am very excited to do it again. Uh, I just need to figure, I just, you know, and also I did pretty well. So now the bar has been set pretty high. Like I said, 30% of the audience I brought. This next time, 
I'm willing to bet I'm not going to have 30 people. So deep down, if I'm being honest with you listeners here, deep down, I'm a little nervous because I know um, I'm going to be around a more neutral audience next time, uh, most likely. So, um, but you know, at the same time, at least I do have the first one under my belt. Thank you for everyone that came. If you're listening to the podcast right now, thank you for supporting. Love that. Um, like I said, if you haven't watched the video yet, it is on YouTube on my channel, the Alan Styles channel, and also on my Facebook. Okay. Time for some Warriors talk. It is time for some Warriors talk. Man, we've gone back and forth on this show about the Warriors and really specifically about KD. I told everybody here how my dad is a troll and bought me a Kevin Durant jersey for my birthday, not because he knows I like Kevin Durant, just because he knows that Kevin Durant's probably going to leave and I will be stuck with that jersey. And he does not like the Warriors, so he refused to buy me um, a jersey of, you know, one of the core four, if you call it, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green. He definitely can't stand Draymond Green. Um, And look, man. I want that three-peat just like every other fan wants a three-peat, but I honestly, at this point, Kevin Durant is just exhausting. The whole thing is just exhausting, man, from his beef with Chris Broussard to, you know, uh, his manager talk saying he's undecided. Like, when have we ever had a situation where a team is on a championship run and this is being talked about so much? Now, Some may say this is just a credit to Kevin Durant's greatness, but I just think there's ways to go about it, right? Like last year, um, same idea with LeBron, right? They made it to the finals, and there were some rumblings about him going to L.A. You know, they were fairly loud, but just nothing like this, man. And for a guy in Kevin Durant that said that LeBron's atmosphere is toxic, you better watch yourself, man, because... It's starting to get a little close to that area. Like, I, I, I'm i definitely willing to bet that this and everything going on with Kevin Durant would destroy basically any other team in the NBA. But be, because the Warriors, you know, as Draymond so eloquently put, uh, 1-1 without you, um, you know, they're able to get through it and just kind of keep it moving. You know, they've been in plenty of different situations before. And, you know, losing to the Cavs that one year, I think, has just kept them on a one-track mind. Uh, But any other team, I mean, this would be ridiculous, man. And especially for a guy, you know, like Kevin Durant, who's always like, let's just talk about basketball. You know, you couldn't tell your manager to just say, hey, if they ask about free agency, don't comment on it. Is, Is that hard? You know, um, you want to talk only about basketball, but you're trolling Golden State fans. A lot of people don't know this. Everybody heard about the Chris Broussard thing uh, and how and if you haven't heard about the Chris Broussard thing, basically uh, Chris Broussard, who is an analyst on Fox Sports, said that him and Kevin Durant were very close and have talked uh, multiple times. Kevin Durant basically quote tweeted Uh, that video from the Fox Sports Network and said that Chris Broussard doesn't even have his number. This started this, you know, this whole thing. Because what Chris Broussard said was the Warriors winning a title without Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant's nightmare. And to be fair, it wouldn't be a great look for Kevin Durant. And he's not even practicing yet. Um, 
So he's definitely not playing probably the first two games. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to break down, you know, the Warriors versus either the Bucks or the Raptors a little bit later. But back to uh, KD and, and all this, that, that was a whole thing with Chris Broussard. So then once he said that, Kevin Durant responded and said, really, like, them winning a title without me would be my nightmare? Really? Um, and then after that, Chris Broussard got on the show the next day and said, you know, Kevin Durant has come at me way harder before. You know, we actually have a relationship and we talk all the time, blah, 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 blah. Then that's when Kevin Durant quote tweets basically Chris Broussard saying that on his show, you know how they'll post a little snippets and said, you know, cap, cap, cap. And for those old people out there uh, like myself, we just learned about this about a year ago. Cap means basically you're lying. Like if you say something like you're cool, no cap, that means, hey, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. So Kevin Durant saying cap, cap, cap means this dude is lying. Um so that was just a weird analyst beef, and I guess um, Anthony Anthony Slater, who is a writer for the Athletic for the Warriors, like I said before, shout out to Sonoma State, we all went there uh, back in the day. He was on Sports Center talking about this is how Kevin Durant Kevin Durant gets when he's bored, like a lot of times in the off season, or right now he's injured. So this this happens, but it's just a bad look. But what I was going to talk about was um, what happened with the fan. So basically, um, one of these, not it's not the official Warriors account, but it's like a really big one if you're a Warrior fan. It's called Warriors Talk. Uh, I don't follow them because I'm very, um, you know, uh, as a baseball, as an old baseball player, I am very superstitious. And since they've won without me following them, I'm not going to follow them now. Uh, but I will check out their posts from time to time. It's like people that, you know, it's like these dudes that love girls with the thirst traps but they don't want to get caught up so uh you know they they know exactly what their handle is but they just don't follow them but anyway uh the warriors talk posted something just something about the warriors winning and a fan a golden state fan commented and said doubt us without kd doubt us without boogie um you know doubt steph doubt clay doubt draymond and here we are uh dub nation Something to that effect. Kevin Durant responds to the Warriors fan saying, uh, that sounds really divisive. We should all just celebrate this win as Dub Nation. What? KD, you, you cannot pretend you only hear certain things. We know you heard what people were saying before when you went out against the Rockets and how the Warriors were supposed to lose, okay? And how they weren't supposed to be, beat the Trailblazers. And then they swept them. Everyone was saying they couldn't do anything without you. We know you heard that, okay? So that's exactly what that fan was referring to. And you should know that. So people start responding to Kevin Durant, right? Other fans like, hey, KD, you know, I don't really think that they meant it like that. Um, I think they were just, you know, saying that we were doubted and, you know, we came out on top, you know. Of course, Kevin Durant's delete the comment, but that's what I'm talking about. That is ridiculous. It's exhausting. Like, what other player of, of note, what other tier one player would do something like that? I'll tell you who. None of them. None of them, man. Um, it's this weird situation where everyone knows he's leaving. 
Uh, he definitely wants to get back out there, I'm sure. But look, he's not even practicing. So I think when the Warriors swept, especially not not that it, w- it would have affected KD because he wasn't playing anyway, but just thinking, dang, we have all this time. We're going into the final fully loaded. And then to get this report that next Thursday he's not even going to be – like he's not even practicing yet. So next Thursday when the finals start, um, he will not be playing, which is crazy, which is crazy. And, and you know, I've said it before. Uh, I said it in a tweet, I think, are the Warriors, I don't want to say lying, but holding some stuff back? I don't know. Uh, I am not planning on seeing Kevin Durant in the finals as of right now. Um, Anthony Slater said maybe if they get into trouble, but I don't know if that's how this works. Um, If you're Kevin Durant and, you know, he's being bothered so much by this stuff, you know he would be trying to get out there as soon as possible. Okay, but now to the X's and O's. So Bucks Raptors, uh, B- Bucks are down three two to the Raptors. Look, man, I, and and I feel this way whether the, the outlook changes or not. Every I do think the Bucks have a better team. I do think the Bucks have a better team. I think they're longer. Uh, but the Bucks to me are very similar to like one of the Cavs teams uh, that the Warriors have played back in the day. You have the one main star in Giannis, which used to be, you know, which was LeBron, and you kick out to the three-point shooters. If they make their threes, uh, you could have problems. If they don't make their threes, you're okay, which is exactly what is happening with them and the Raptors. Now, if you look at the Raptors, um, it's interesting because, look, I I do think the Warriors, the Warriors are going to be favored simply because of what they did to the Trailblazers. Whether that's fair or not, I don't know. I don't know if the trail, how good the Trailblazers or the Nuggets were because, you know, the Nuggets were supposed to be really good. Then the Trailblazers beat them. Everyone was on Dame's, you know, it was Dame time. And then all of a sudden they get swept, and now the Trailblazers were never that good. I don't know. If I were to guess, Vegas is going to assume that Trailblazers were good and the Warriors will probably be favored by, like, between one and three points. That would be my guess because they don't have home court. So they're going to be away those first two games. Uh, But if you look at the Raptors, man, they're long as well. But I think matchup-wise, that's better for the Warriors. But I'm going to tell you this much. I was there at the game with my mom for Mother's Day, um, the game that the Warriors were losing to the Spurs by a ton, and Kawhi got Zazad. And what I learned from that at that time was that, now granted, he was rolling. Nobody was able to guard Kawhi on the Warriors. And that was with Kevin Durant playing. So you put Clay on Kawhi because you have to. Um, and, and sure, I don't think if Fred Van Fleet is cooking again um, and Kyle Lowry you could have problems. I think most people are guessing that they won't. But like I said, they do have home court, and uh, role players play better in at home. You know, Pascal Siakam is kind of a matchup problem. He's one of these long guys. Um, Sergi Baca, you know, these guys are long. They can rebound. Um, so I don't think Raptor. neither team is going to be a cakewalk. You know, um, of course, if the Warriors win, then neither of them will have been that good. You know, that's what people will say. But then, yeah, if you look at the Bucks, if they're able to come back from this 3-2 deficit, A, they would have a ton of momentum. Um, 
And they would think that, hey, all we need to do is get to a game seven and we can beat these guys. Um, and B, if you look at those matchups, you know, I think Steph on on the Raptors, I think Steph can guard Kyle Lowry. I think Steph can guard their point guards. I think, you know, and those point guards also have to guard Steph. Um, I don't think Bledsoe, he, a lot of times that dude is just guarding himself because he what, hasn't been playing extremely well, but he's a very physical guy. So when you look at that team, I don't know if you put Clay on Brogdon or Bledsoe. You know, um, you got to split him and Clay up on those. Um, I guess you put Draymond on Giannis. I mean, because at the end of the day, no one's actually guarding Giannis. And then you put Looney on Chris Middleton. I don't know. Though, though that matchup is more interesting to me. I think, um, yeah, because the Bucks, everyone felt was a better team. But you know, Raptors got the six god on their side. Drake is pissing people off. He's rubbing shoulders. He's yelling. Um, you know, he, he's doing everything he can. And I think that would also be, be also be interesting because doesn't Drake have like tattoos of like Steph? And KD or something weird like that. I think I remember seeing that. So that'll be a conflict of interest for him, uh, to say the least. And also, I think he's cool with all of them. Obviously, if he has tattoos, so that's gonna Kevin Durant's definitely gonna get out there. Um, but I think, I think what happens or what could happen, like I said, um, well, you know, Raptors haven't won it yet to get to the finals. But it gives a sense of familiarity. And if you look at some of the games, um, you know, with Spike Lee in the stands, it, it almost takes away from home court because these stars have relationships with the celebrities. So really, it's like I'm going I'm trying to show you like I don't even care. Like Drake is a Drake would like I'm talking about these stars. You know, I don't think Milwaukee has that ability to to zero in. But if you know you're cool with Drake, it's more of a backyard thing. You know, if you're Steph or KD it's more of a or Draymond, it's more of a backyard. You know, I'm going to show you thing and we're going to, you know, go get drinks afterwards. And it kind of takes away from in my opinion, the whole, and it makes everyone feel more comfortable in an away game. Um, so I think it's kind of twofold what Drake has been doing. Uh, I think against, like I said, against a team like the Bucks, where they're unproven, it's different. They're all kind of trying to make their way, but against the Warriors, that it, it's just going to fuel them. So I would be careful if I was young Drizzy if the Raptors make it. Okay, so you know I always have these weird experiences at restaurants and yeah it's been a while since I talked about one but I do have one uh for this week this one happened at a you know it's like a restaurant connected to a hotel it's called Perry's and it is right next to the YMCA where I play basketball and you know their whole thing is they have a really they have a I wouldn't call it a really good deal they have a burger deal where it's half off the burger is 14 bucks so it's like a seven dollar burger with no cheese um but it's not about the burger because uh, I didn't have one, went there on Monday to watch the Warrior game, and it was about to drink. So, you know, I ordered drink, and I ordered vodka soda, and it came back, first of all, it came back with a, a lemon. And I've never seen that before. So usually, in to be fair, in my mind, I'm thinking, uh-oh, he gave us tonic, because that's usually how it is, and, you know, let's just leave it at this. Tonic makes my stomach hurt. That's all I'm going to say, right? 
So I take a sip, and I swear to you, it was not vodka. I swear. It just didn't taste like vodka. It was definitely soda. It just didn't taste like vodka. I couldn't tell if it was gin. I couldn't tell what it was. Um, and we were fairly close to the bar, but we were sitting at a table. And you know how it is when, like, restaurants just have too many people working, and it's just too many cooks in the kitchen, uh, no pun intended. So... They serve, they serve us the drinks, and I'm like, you know, this really doesn't taste like vodka. This is not vodka. And two servers come up to me, like like I said, was unnecessary. And they are kind of just, like, stunned. Like, this is a nicer place. So they go to the bartender, and the bartender, we can see the bartender. They take them. They're like, okay. And, like, first of all, the host – I'm just not of the mindset. You always want to keep the customer happy. So like the server or the host smelling my drink in front of me, that's telling me you think I'm a liar. Why wouldn't I want to drink the drink, right? Like, so that was not a good look. Then they take it to the bartender. The, I watched the bartender, you know, use do the little straw trick, taste it, and he's like, that's vodka. That's vodka. I can hear a mouth. I can see a mouth it. That's vodka. They bring back the drinks, the crusty, dusty-ass drinks at this point, Sit them back. They're like, do you want them? The bartender is saying it's vodka. It's just Seagram's. Um, do you still want them? Like, it's just the way Seagram tastes. I'm like, I, I said, look, I've had a lot. And they're, like I said, now there's two, there's two waiters staring at us. And I said, look, I've had a lot of shitty vodka in my life. I only order well, like only. And I've never tasted anything like that. But if you guys insist that is vodka, sure, I'll drink it. They give it back. Um, of course I had a buddy taste it. He wasn't sure what it was. Um, and we ended up drinking it and I'm still here to tell the tale. So it's fine. I'm just like, if you're a classy joint like that, like I've been in, I've literally, um, been at different restaurants where one of my buddies whose stepdad is rich as hell. They brought, he wanted 1942. They brought him 1942, and he said, this isn't 1942. I drink 1942 every day, right? Now, this was a different situation because he had, like, rented out a space for us, so they were more inclined to help him out. It was well vodka here. But he says that um, the waiter leaves, comes back with the bottle that they poured it from. So you would think at this point, all right, wave the white flag. Maybe your taste buds are off. Whatever. My buddy's stepdad goes, somebody has been messing with your bottles because that's not 1942. I don't care what the bottle says. So that was the energy I was kind of on. Now, take that down 8,000 notches because we're talking about well vodka at a restaurant in a hotel. But um, I just felt that they could have handled it better. You know, first of all, I don't think you need to be smelling my drink if you're a waiter. You're not the bartender, so I don't understand what your purpose was there. Then if you're the bartender, I don't get like I don't care if we were wrong, right? Don't give us back the same drinks. Pour it out, put a lime on it instead of a lemon so it looks different. And give it back to us, you know, or come over and speak to us. But it was just a weird situation. And I, and like I said, you know, I, I hold these places to a very high standard. I hold these places to high standards based on, based on the prices, right? Um, and like, and they did say, would you like something else? Blah 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 blah. But they never really said, oh, it, 
you know, we'll take care of it. So, of course, we get the check and there's nothing there's nothing deducted. They just charge us normally, which I thought was kind of bad as well. Right. Um, Especially because I just shared a burger with my girl. I didn't even get food. And clearly, like you stiffed yourself out of me ordering another round because there's no way I'm going to order the same thing. That makes me look like an a-hole. Um, so here we are, right? And, of course, the game goes into overtime. So I'm sitting there sipping on this watered-down drink uh, for the last hour of the game. So, yeah, look, customer's always right. Don't be smelling people's drinks and at least just explain it a little better. They didn't do an awful job. Uh, but it was just kind of awkward, right? Um, you don't, if somebody thinks something, you don't want to make them seem like they're in the wrong, even if they're in the wrong, if they're paying, you know? And they did, like I said, they did explain it was Seagram's, whatever. I'm sure I've had Seagram's before. Maybe it was the soda. Who knows? Um, so I had to get off that off my chest. Anybody, if you're listening, that works at Perry's, which is probably not the case. There you go. All right. Getting stuck watching The Bachelor. Like I said, man, um, you know, I love trashy TV. I do not mind trashy TV at all. So I had to do laundry this week. And, you know, if anybody knows me, I wait way too long to do laundry. And I ended up at my parents' house because, you know, the laundry at the apartment complex, it just takes forever. Um, I'm not, and it's in the garage. I'm not trying to be down there all night. And we had to pick up, I'm also going to Bottle Rock this weekend. Had to pick up an air mattress, you know, to get that popping. Um, so, like, you know what? Let's go over my parents. So what happens while we're waiting? Well, my little sister is there, and she has on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, actually. Um, and here we are. And, man, I couldn't really tell you the details, but if you haven't watched it, don't. Just don't watch it. Because as much as people hate on it, it is interesting. Like, there's something, um, there is something always intriguing about humans and the idea of love and all this good stuff. And basically, it's just classic Bachelor. Um, it was the second episode, right? The second week, and some dude had already said, I'm starting to fall in love with you. So all the other dudes called BS. And so that was like the drama because, and I find myself, I'm like, man, I don't care about this. I watched my one season, I'm good. 20 minutes into the show, I'm like, love? love you talk about you love her you don't even know her man bro that will be busy me off you know what i mean i'm sitting there yelling with my sister at the tv um so the bachelor man the, the bachelorette it just it does suck you in i cannot i cannot deny that um but yeah along the lines of bad tv love and hip-hop so those of you that watch love and hip-hop know know this those of you that don't watch love and hip-hop don't know this but yeah, there's different versions on VH1. There's different cities. So there's Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Love & Hip Hop New York, Love & Hip Hop Miami, Love & Hip Hop Los Angeles. I only watch Love & Hip Hop Atlanta and Love & Hip Hop Los Angeles. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta was the first one, like the classic. Then they started branching off. And, you know, it's a sad time, man. It's a sad time if you have been a fan because you're just starting to realize that this cast is getting old as hell. Like, this cast is getting mad old, man. And, you know, it's interesting. I've always said this about celebrities, that they just get a different timeline, 
as far as being able to do young people stuff like being a celebrity allows you to be younger for a long time because the way they talk like i'm looking up these people's ages and like young jock um little scrappy these they are not young right and they're probably two of the younger ones and you know they're sitting there we in the club we popping bottles i'm like yo if if there was like if there's a 40, a normal 40-year-old popping bottles, people would be like, yo, Unc, get out of here. Like, you need to be out, right? Um, you know, the women of love and hip-hop, they're like, you know, in their mid-40s, man. And they're just talking about twerking and getting lit. And I'm just like, bruh, that is not the swag anymore. You know what I mean? Like, take care of your kids, you know? Like, teach them multiplication. Like, this is not... Like, I understand it pays the bills, but it's really just a sad day because you know that VH1 is thinking the same thing. And eventually they're going to have to end this thing. And I'm very interested on how they're going to end it because they're starting to bring in like some younger people and, you know, they'll just be on the show. And everyone's like, who the hell are you? Uh, So it's a sad day if you watch Love and Hip Hop, because I know anyone that does feels the same way. These people are getting old. These people are getting old. And, uh... You know, we're going to have to keep it moving or, you know, you're going to have to restart the whole thing. So it's a sad day. All right. Please stop. Everyone's favorite haterade segment. This is where I hate on a bunch of things and I tell them that it needs to stop. And for anyone listening that does do this, hopefully it makes you stop. All right. Please stop. Setting expectations for people. So this is what I talked about a little bit earlier. Don't, don't, don't set expectations for people, you know, because if you try to tell someone something, the best thing that could happen is that you meet them. You're never going to exceed them if you set them, right? Um, you know, you tell someone about a restaurant. Oh, go. It's amazing. It's so good. The best thing that could happen is that it is amazing and you've just met expectations right just say oh go to this restaurant i like it i like it let them come back to you and say it was amazing right like i said when i did my stand-up the comedians i've been doing this for a while like i'm seasoned really really you know i probably wouldn't wouldn't tell people that i probably would just tell people that, you know, I do this comedy thing. It is what it is. You telling people you out here, you've been out here. Uh, now the bar is set higher than it would have been. You know, I was at the gym earlier this week, you know, uh, get into a scuffle with a guy. He whips out. I played in college. I played in college. Great. I'm happy for you. But again, now our expectations are way higher than they would have been if you haven't said anything. You know, let someone ask you. Like, that's always the dream, right? Like, if you do anything. Um, wow, have you, wow, when did you When did you stop playing, you know? Like, that's what you want to hear if you're an athlete. Like, dang, when did you stop playing, man? You must, you must have played somewhere. You don't want to have to tell people that, you know? Um, like I said, you, you do comedy. Uh, dang, man, how long you been doing comedy? You don't tell people. You want them to be surprised and 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 have low expectations almost that you can exceed. 
But when you say something, hey, yo, listen to this album, man. It's the dopest thing ever. The best it could be is the dopest thing ever. That only matches expectations. Now it's like, you know what? You were right. But you have a better chance of being right if you just say, hey, I think this album's pretty good. Check it out, you know? So please stop setting expectations for people. It's just tough. It's just tough, and there's no way you can exceed them. Please stop. Okay, please stop posting about how no one needs social media on social media. You know, I get so sick. Like, I understand that people are too into their phones and things like that. I get all that. But you sitting there on Facebook or whatever saying, um, I remember the days when people weren't, weren't on their phone and looked at the stars. Well, how did you post that? On your phone. On your phone. It makes no sense to me. You know, people do it all. They take this high horse even when they're in the same situation. Like, I don't care. Look, handle your screen time. Just worry about yourself. You know, stop posting about that. Like, I wish people would stop caring about social media and start caring about real life. Where'd you post that? Instagram. It is, it is, it is a walking oxymoron. Stop doing it. Just stop doing it. If that's how you feel, tell someone. That's literally what you're talking about. Then you post it on social media. It's ridiculous. Please stop. Okay, please stop. Look, man, I know they're a man's best friend, not mine. People know how I feel about dogs. Don't mind them. Just don't love them. Look, there's got to be lines. And I don't need to see a dog in the bathroom, right? I'm in the bathroom uh, not doing number one. I'm in the stall. I see. I, I thought it was a big rat. You know me. I have a, I have a fear of rats at this point. I see this not small dog sniffing under my stall. I'm like, dude, I don't need him judging me, right? Wow, you know? Like, he's probably sniffing like, dang, Alan, what you have for lunch? Like, come on, get them dogs out of here. If you can't leave your dog for five minutes on a leash, then you need to retrain him, you know? Get a shot collar, get something, figure it out. But we don't need them running around the bathrooms, okay? And then people pet the dogs, then they go and take the food. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Get them out. Please stop. Just leave them. Just leave them. Okay? Please stop. All right. Please stop trying to break up the Warriors. Okay? Look, unless you're the Patriots, all dynasties come to an end. Right? Like I said, Kevin Durant's 90% leaving. Um, You know, these guys are all getting older. You don't. If you're the media, you don't need to break up the Warriors. It's it's just gonna happen organically. Basketball is not as sustainable as football, um, because every part is so much more important. Uh, you know, it's not one part that can just really drive it. I mean, I, even if you're LeBron James, as we saw this year, um, you can only get so far. So just please stop trying to break up the Warriors. Um, it's gonna happen eventually. Um, even if that just means KD is leaving, I think that's really what most people uh, care about. I think um, it's almost, it, this whole thing is going to be interesting, not to digress from my please stop, but if you are, you know, if the Raptors win, these basic haters are going to have a very deep 
um, conversation with themselves about who they should hate on more. Because basic haters hate Drake, right? Because basic haters hate success. So they hate Drake and they hate the Warriors, right? Um, well, you got to pick one. And if I were to guess, you know, it's almost like the Warriors without Kevin Durant have entered back into this. They're still, they're still, uh, people still think that they are the favorites and juggernauts, but they've almost re-entered the darling conversation of back in, back when they first beat LeBron. And it's like, wow, who's this, um, you know, scrawny light-skinned dude and his splash brother, Buddy, and this dude yelling all the time, beating LeBron. It's almost like they're back there. Um, so if I were to guess, I would say basic haters probably are going to want the Warriors to win just because of Drake, which is cool with me. Uh, and it's very refreshing. Now, when KD comes back, they won't be the darlings, but people really do hate Drake and people really do hate the Warriors. So that will be interesting. But please stop trying to break them up. It's it's Kevin Durant is definitely leaving. There's no way he's staying, in my opinion. Please stop. And lastly, back to social media. Please stop hate following people on social media. I'm going to call some people out right now, okay? Um, you know, if you are not liking uh, very important life events for people, you should probably unfollow them, right? Like if someone has a baby on your timeline uh, or gets engaged or gets married and you don't like what uh, they post, right? If they post, hey, picture of my baby, and you don't like that, you should probably unfollow them, right? Yeah, I'm a little salty, okay? I had like over 300 views on my Instagram and uh, about 100 likes. So that means around 200 people viewed it and didn't like it. And if you know me, you know that that was very important to me. Uh, and Because I'm not talking about my Styles Files Instagram. I'm talking about my personal Instagram. Uh, and also Facebook. If you know me and you follow me and you didn't think that was important enough to like, just unfollow me. Just unfollow me, like straight up, you know, because this hate following thing is weird. You know, I, and I'm look, I'm a like for a like guy. Like I throw them out. People know I throw them out. So if you are, you know, viewing people's important life events and not liking it you're just you're just hate following so please don't follow me uh do me a favor so you know i don't get annoyed and we can just move on okay because uh i'm not here for the fake stuff 2019 new year new me all right so please stop okay well that's all the time i got for y'all today very excited to be back that was a great show had a lot to cover um also like i said going to bottle rock the last day of bottle rock uh on sunday uh this weekend music festival in napa went last year for three days it was great only going one day because i didn't love the lineup but it's still gonna be a great time because got a lot of friends going up there i'm gonna do some wine tasting tomorrow so i will have a review of that next week depending on where i go um very excited to see santana very excited to see big boy uh from outcast and very excited to figure out what the heck I'm going to do on Monday for my day off. So I hope everyone else enjoys their weekend, whether it's a long weekend or a normal weekend. Uh, hopefully the weather holds up. Still kind of rainy out here in California, which has obviously been pissing me off. Um, but if, what, However the weather is, just try to enjoy it the best you can wherever you are. 
Um, as always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, the underscore styles files styles with an I. And like I said, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, going to be posting some of the videos that I do uh, here on there. And then obviously if I do any other standups, going to try to get into some skits and do some funny things like that. Um, so be on the lookout, go ahead and subscribe. And until next time, folks, thank you for being loyal listeners. If it was your first time. Thanks for joining. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.